Welcome to Somos Padres, a space dedicated to all things parenting, relationships, and life. We are your hosts, Paulo and Yesenia. Thanks for joining us as we reflect on our parenting experiences, share information, and lift up the voices of other padres. Welcome everyone to episode number seven. If you are turning in for or tuning in, I should say, for the very first time and you're wondering like, what is this podcast about and why should I listen? I mean, we hope that we're creating something that's valuable for you. If you're a parent who's ever just thought, oh my gosh, the way I'm doing it, it's kind of okay, but I feel like I need more information. I feel like something's off. I feel like I need to try something different. Hopefully we can offer something of value to you. Just something else for you to consider. Yeah. We're just uh, trying to connect, uh, create a, like a platform where the, everybody can actually like uh, provide their own uh, insight into this like taboo topic that is parenting. Yeah. Because not many people like to talk about it. Yeah. But if you're ready. But if you're, you're ready, like, you hey. feel like the, the next step is to learn more about like what else can I do different? then you are on the right track. We hope so. So that is our goal. Our aim is to just offer up information and things for you to consider as you go along in your own parenting journey. Uh, yeah, because it's difficult. It's difficult <laughs> yes. when you... Uh, yeah, we don't want you to feel what we felt like isolated at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about that? Uh, no, it's just like great. I love to. I'm, I'm actually like liking it to be here in front of the microphone and <laughs> obviously in front of you too, yeah. like talking about it because I have like, like I said before, like I have like this negative stigma of speaking. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Even though I'm not like speaking in front of public, but I know that this reaches a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So yeah. You're you're overcoming that. Fear I'm overcoming that obstacle for my yes. that, yeah for, that I have for myself yeah. Nice. Uh, mm-hmm. And I know we wanted to say a few thank yous. Oh we yeah. To it. Uh, I would like to really thank these people that left us uh, a review on our iTunes page. I would like to give a shout out to Maestra Morales. Thank you for Woo-hoo, that great review. You. I would also like to thank uh, Betsy Alime for gi- thank giving us another you. review. Uh, also for Rosie. 1966, 60, yeah, 1966 OLPH. Thanks, Rosie. Yeah, thank you, Rosie. And also to Jess M918. Thanks, thank Jess. you, Jess, for that amazing review. Thank you for those reviews. It makes us feel that we are doing something and people are connecting with uh, what we're talking about in yes. this podcast. Makes it all worth it. It makes it all worth it. It's just like, yes, at least uh, the information is getting out there. And we're creating something of value. I think it just like it trips you out. Like we're creating something that other people find helpful yes. in their own journey. And it, yeah, it's just it feels it's a special feeling. Yeah, it's like a special we feeling. can feel you guys. Like we can seriously yeah. feel you it guys. It feels like uh, one of my alumni students come comes back to uh-huh. thank me for being like an inspiration. It feels amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So today, what we really want to honor and talk about is empathy. Oh my goodness. Yes. Empathy. We heard about this empathy, but um, 
What is it? What what is well, empathy? Well, I want and I and I also want us to be transparent. We actually recorded a whole other podcast on empathy a few days ago, and it didn't feel like we really hit the mark. Yeah, no, you're right because we're supposed to be in the schedule every two weeks. Yes, and now we're completely off schedule we're, because we're a little behind. We're a little, little bit behind, but uh, we, we felt channel. that it was for the better. Yeah, because we recorded that first episode and then we finished, and I was like, no, this just. It didn't feel like we hit the mark. And this is such an important it's, topic. But it's not about hitting the mark. It's actually just connecting to the topic. Yeah. Yeah, we were not in the in the zone. Yeah, it didn't it just didn't feel complete. Yeah. And and this is so crucial and so foundational is the probably the No, right because word. this topic is like for especially like for me. Oh it's life changing, guys. It's life changing. Life changing. So we wanted to really give it our best. And like put forward something that we felt like, yes, like this did the topic justice. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're going to, we're coming at it. You're actually listening to our second take uh, because we really felt like, no, we can do this better. It deserves to be better. Yeah. And here we go. Yeah. Because it's of such importance. Yeah. So let's start with what is empathy? What is it? Okay. So empathy is the capacity to understand or feel what another person is experiencing from the other person's frame of reference. So it's it's literally in more like layman's terms, it's like the capacity to be in someone else's shoes. Yeah. In that that term right there, capacity. That's the word. That's the key term right there. Yeah. And the other thing like that we want to say like straight off the bat is that empathy is learned. Empathy is learned. It's just it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't, and it's something that you, you know, like I think a lot of times we get sold this idea that mothering and fathering, like parenting is natural. Oh. Right? <laughs> like it's just, it's, you just know how to do it. And, and there's certain things that, yes, like biologically, like, you know, there, there are certain things, you know, our body knows how to do and things like that. But when it comes to this thing of empathy, I'm like, oh no, this is not, this is learned. This is learned. Like 100% learned. Yeah. And it's learned because it has to do with language. It has to do with language. And it has to do with uh, being exposed to a, a role model, yeah. which in this case is the parent. Yeah. Like your parents have to teach you how to, to speak empathy. How to speak empathy. Because we may know the terminology, but that doesn't, know, and that doesn't mean that we know how to use it and how to apply it into our lives. Yeah, so we actually didn't learn empathy until like five years, four, four years ago. Like uh, f- four or five years ago. Yeah, we when we went to p- parenting class at mm-hmm. Echo Parenting, that's our first time learning how to speak empathy. Oh my God, for me, it was such an eye-opening experience. Yeah, and so we just, you know, we want to like really tell you guys like, if this is the first time that you're hearing about empathy, like don't feel bad about it. Like we are exactly where you where you, or we were exactly where you yeah. are. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's pretty crazy. I mean, you have to like really be intentional and learn like as if you were in school, like no, attack yeah, it. And that's one of the things practice, I, I didn't want to go to the parenting class because I thought like, what are they going to teach me? I yeah. know a, 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 about a, a, a lot about these topics. Why are they gonna teach intellectually? You intellectually, know. I'm like I know a lot of those topics because why? Because I study education. Like, what am I going to learn? I'm not gonna learn how to be a parent if I already know how to deal with it, like people, students especially. 
Child development. Child development. What, what am I going how to learn? How do people learn? Yeah, how do people learn and all <laughs> that, but oh my God, it was so worth it. Yeah. So we, uh, we, so we went to Echo Parenting um, and we had this one exercise. This was like the one moment when you realized. When I realized that. Man, I, I don't know oh my God, how to do this. I don't know how to do this. <laughs> like I, I'm the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. I'm the master of creating this connection. Instead of connection. Instead of connection. So yeah, so empathy fuels connection. Yes. That's what we learned. That's what we learned. And um, we had this one exercise where one of us had to be the child and one of us had to be the parent. And so, uh, you know, I don't, well, you guys don't know this about Paolo, but Paolo likes to feel like he knows everything, right? I, it's my, it's, it's your nature. It's, it's, it's my nature. <laughs> yes. It's not that I try to sound like that, but. You're like, oh, get it oh i know that i think it's in my nature sometimes i just and sometimes yeah, i even cut myself like why do you say such a thing so he was like oh yeah i know empathy yeah 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 i know empathy yeah so i was like okay well then you be the parent and i'll be the kid and we were supposed to choose a scenario that we were having issues with and at this point we were having issues with palito brushing his teeth yeah so i was the child you were the adult and the exercise was that every time you would say something to me uh, to try and get me to um, brush my teeth. If I felt heard and understood and connected to you, I was supposed to take a step forward. Mm -hmm. And if I felt judged and disconnected and, you know, like what you were saying was mean or whatever, if it was, you know, I was supposed to take a step back. Mm -hmm. And, And so what came out of your mouth? Do you remember? No, yeah. Some of the first things you say, it's going to be easy. It's just like, child, Paulito. Just brush your teeth. Come on. It's so simple. Look. That was a step back. Mm-hmm. Come on. Look at that. Look how easy it is. Look. It's just, yeah, it's for your own good. Do you want to have any cavities? Another step back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you want to feel pain at the dentist? You know what happens if you don't brush your teeth. You know what happens if you don't brush your teeth. You know, you're going to have cavities and then they're going to start falling out. And then your mouth is going to look so bad. Step. Yeah. Think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Whatever I said, it was creating more disconnection because you were actually walking backwards. Yeah. And it was like really like nonstop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like because you have to brush your teeth. At one point I was like, just, just you just have to come on. You don't get out of the bathroom until you do. Right. All these things. And then finally the teacher was like, what is going on here with you? Yeah. Two? And the teacher realized <laughs> that you were almost by the, uh, the, the exit door. Mm-hmm. You were so far away. I was like. Oh my God, why is Yesenia feeling disconnected? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then yeah, I have so no idea. Like, I'm being nice. Not to tell the truth, for me, all those phrases sounded really nice. I was, I was not threatening you until the end. Mm-hmm. But then the teacher came. Yeah, you were like, well, I'm saying it in a really nice tone. Yeah, for me, it was all about having a nice tone. Yeah. Not screaming. Yeah, so. It was that one moment and then she came over and then she just started to try and coach you mm-hmm. into what to say. Into what to say. And then she took my role, the mm-hmm. teacher. And she did it with like so natural. And I'm like, oh my God, that's re- that sounds completely different because you were st- uh, taking steps forward. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how come I cannot be able to do that? Right. How? Why? Why? Okay, so like, let's And that's the question. That. Why? So, yeah. So let's talk about that. Why um, can't we just speak empathy? And 
I well, first of all, I mean, I think it goes back to the the whole notion of it's learned, right? Mm-hmm. And you and I in our childhoods, we didn't learn how to speak this way. It is it is a whole other way of speaking, right? And I was actually um, watching um, this Brene Brown. Uh, she did a parenting course, right, where she talks about um, emotional literacy. She and she says, you know, we don't really talk about emotional literacy, but it's really connected to empathy, right? So emotional literacy is the ab- the ability to really verbalize and articulate what you're feeling, right? So they actually did this uh, research study where they asked like thousands of adults to write down all the emotions that they could um, think of in words, right? Mm-hmm. To articulate as many as they could. And the average number of emotions was three. Three? Three. Only People three emotions. could, on average, name three emotions. Happy, sad, and angry or pissed off. Those were the three emotions. Wow. Right? And, but, and she said that really, in, research has also found that to be considered proficient in, in to have an emotional conversation, you need to have 30. 30? Yes. You wow. need to be able uh, no. to name 30 emotions. No, I cannot name 30 emotions. Yeah, I can't either. Because the other day <laughs> in my classroom, I was uh, checking out the poster that I had on emotions. Uh-huh. And I could only recognize only a few of them. Yeah. The rest, I have never used them in my life. Yeah, but we feel them. We feel all no, the yeah, things, right? No, yeah, we know them. I, I, I knew that. I know the terms. Yeah. But I have never used them in context. Yeah. So, like, let me name off a few, right? So, like, obviously, there's anger, sad, happy. But there's also embarrassment, humiliation guilt lonely grief regret i think regret is a is a good is one. shame one of them of course shame jealous worried anxious frustrated disappointed and oh. i think disappointment is a really good one like when our kids want something and we you know like at a store you know they want something and you're not going to get it and you're like wow you're really disappointed yeah but isn't it that's such a like a strong word but we feel it, we right? Feel it. They yeah. feel it, and they sh- they should know how to express that. But right? I feel that sometimes we use use the word in uh, in context that it doesn't apply that much. Well, I and I and I also think that when you're speaking empathy, you all, well, my, in my experience, right, it's about saying, "Are you feeling oh, disappointed? Is it disappointment?" Yeah. Because for me, as a high school teacher, I'm really careful how do I use the word. I, I really don't like to use the word in the classroom. Because imagine, imagine telling one of my students, oh, I feel disappointed in you. No, no, that's not empathy. <laughs> that's not empathy I, um, to say I'm disappointed in you. What you're saying is, are you feeling disappointed? Yeah. That's but, empathy. When but, you can put yourself in another person's feelings. Yes, because. But to say I'm yeah, feeling. But you have to be empathy. careful how to use that word. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, for sure. But empathy is putting yourself in the other person's shoes. Yeah. So. You would say um, you're feeling disappointed because you wanted a, a higher grade. Yeah. So the, it's all about the approach. Yes. I mean, you're putting, you're trying to put yourself mm-hmm. in in that person's shoes. Yeah. Remember, right? it's about the other person, not about us. No, yeah. Not about <laughs> you. That's not empathy. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, there's empathy. There's vulnerability, gratitude, joy, curious. I feel like curious is a great one too because. A lot of times kids are very curious mm-hmm. about things um, and sometimes we're uncomfortable with their curiosity. And sometimes we just put them off. Yeah, and we put them off. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, you know, I um, was going to say, like, you know, why can't we uh, 
speak. I mean, I think one thing is, can we speak um, and know these emotions? Do we have, have we built up this vocabulary, vocabulary this emotional literacy to some extent? And then, um, and then the next step becomes, do we have, um, what is our comfort level with those feelings? Because mm-hmm. that's like kind of like what comes up next um, is, okay, if I'm trying to help my kid go through yeah. an emotion, but how comfortable am I with them feeling? That? Yeah, but now let's go a little bit back. Okay. Because for me, in my childhood, I could not express my emotions. Like you remember I that. was not allowed to express my emotions. That's why it was so hard for me to connect with you on the brushing the teeth scenario. Yeah. Because for me, it's just like, no, be quiet, be quiet. Mm-hmm. And you were crying. I remember crying. And why are you crying? Oh, 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 oh. I wanted to actually like express my feelings, but I didn't have the vocabulary. I did not have the vocabulary. So I, my parents got sometimes got frustrated and here, here's a spank so that you at least cry for something. right that's what our parents would do yeah so i couldn't actually express my my emotions i couldn't say anything and also because i thought thinking about it it goes back to the culture of the town and in the town the culture is like you cannot express your feelings you cannot express your emotions because it's a sign of weakness yeah well i think in general in most cultures Mm -hmm. i would say that 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 is true uh, I think that's uh, why Brene Brown even talks so much about vulnerability um, and how the whole idea of, of vulnerability being a strength and not a weakness, mm-hmm. right? It takes courage. Well, yeah, but to... yeah, it, it, but uh, yeah, my role models, my, which were my parents, they didn't tell me how to, how to do that, the processes. Right. Yeah, they didn't know. They, they weren't taught. But this is the thing. It's, it's not because they didn't want to. Yes, it's not because they didn't want to. It's because they just simply didn't know. They didn't know. They mm-hmm. weren't taught. Like like people, like seriously, it is a learned thing. You mm-hmm. have to have this language. You have to have this ability to communicate empathy. Like you have to learn it and practice it to get good I mean, at it. Not only to learn it, you have to practice it constantly. Yes. Yeah. You can also forget it. <laughs> yeah, you can also forget it. You can learn it really good, but then if you don't put it in practice, you're going to forget it. Yeah. And it that kind of also reminds me about just um, why it's so useful, too, is that one of the things that I get asked the most about is um, is about kids tantruming. Right. Yeah. And let's let's not use that but word. But the word tantrum has yeah. a really uh, negative stigma already. Yes. And and let's not use that word. I was, no. you know, just about to say that. Like, let's not use that word because um, it does. It has this negative stigma. And it I feel like it it's like this kid. Like you have mm-hmm. to you need to, you know, end what they're doing. And, you know, it's bad. Right. We, we if we see a kid tantruming, it creates a separation between the parent and the child. Yeah. But we also have like judgment. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's all about that, judgment. Yeah, of that parent, like you're a bad parent, mm-hmm. that's a bad kid. And, you know, no, it couldn't be further from the truth, right? It's really when kids um, have these moments, it's really they they have a flood of emotions. They're overwhelmed with whatever emotion. And the truth is that part of that is because they can't express what they're feeling. Their right? brain is actually dysregulated? Is that what yes. it's called? Yes, yes, that's another way of speaking it they're dysregulated and they're having this flood of emotions and they don't know how to express it 
And as a kid, what, what can you do? Well, you can cry, you can scream, you can use your body to try and express everything you're feeling. Because obviously you're a little kid. Yes. You don't have this like uh, emotional literacy. Yes. And <laughs> unless we teach them, they're not going to get through it. So, I mean, it's almost like magic, guys. It's like magic when you can begin to um, teach your kids to verbalize what they're feeling. And you'll just see, I mean, I noticed it with uh, Paulito and Vicky that those moments just started happening less and less. And as soon as we were able to connect with them, um, you know, by giving them, you know, for, you know, um, language to express what they're feeling, they felt like, oh, yeah, you get me. And yes, you know, like, oh, you're feeling disappointed. You're feeling angry because you wanted that toy. You're feeling angry because you don't want you don't want to stop playing. Mm-hmm. You're really disappointed. You want to keep playing because it's so much fun. Yeah. And, you know, also like on the ice cream. Oh, you really want that ice cream, oh, isn't it? really want it. And I know you want it because it tastes so good, isn't it? Yeah. It tastes so good. Right. And having to say no to something yeah. that tastes so good. Yeah. It's just like, how are they going to cope with those feelings? Exactly. But if we can, you know, give them those, um, give them that language and also connect. They also feel heard. They feel like, you get me, mom. You get me, dad. Yeah. That's, I believe, like, completely, I believe that, like, the flood of emotions or the tantruming, those are the, the those events. Those are the moments. Those are the moments to create a connection, an authentic and genuine connection with your child. Yeah, it's like twofold. Number one, you're connecting. Mm-hmm. And number two, you're teaching them to express their emotions. And you can see number three, you're kind of feeling the same pain they're feeling. Right. Yeah, like not having whatever they want. Yes. And that's life, right? And that we, is life. In yeah. life, we are going to have these moments again and again and again mm-hmm. and again into adulthood. Yeah. And and I think like you and I, like just the other day, like if you listen to episode four and you heard me, you know, have all this pent up emotion and it, I shouldn't have kept it for four days. It was like, I mean, four days. I shouldn't have kept it for as long as I did, which was mm-hmm. weeks. And but the truth was that I didn't know how to express it. I -hmm. didn't have the courage to express it until that moment. But as soon as I did, it was gone. Yeah, it was gone. And that's the magic and the beauty of being able to express how we feel. Yeah. And uh, creating empathy, you're obviously allowing you're creating the channels for communication. Yeah. And then I felt more connected to you in, in the in communication is key. Yeah, you you develop yourself as an adult and you help your child also like grow and mature into this beautiful being. Yeah. And I mean, can you imagine if, you know, we learned this in our 30s, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My God. I mean, we learned empathy in our 30s. But can you imagine for our kids and your kids, like just imagine what a difference it'll make in their lives if they can learn this from an early you know age from an early age Mm -hmm. to just begin to express how they're feeling Mm -hmm. you know like how much you know less time will they you know spend um ruminating on these feelings and feeling that just carrying around that baggage of energy yeah of not letting things go and not processing and moving through yeah like uh, let's let's also like talk about uh, on on other examples it's like vicky in the past 
she would just spill, like, let's say we're uh, having dinner. She mm -hmm. spills the water. Yeah. In the past, she would just start crying. Yeah. Literally, at the moment, as soon as the water spilled on the table, she would just start crying and shut down. Cr yeah. Just crying. Yeah. Because she felt, I believe, shame. Or sometimes she would also just go silent. Or, or sometimes she would just yeah. go silent. Like, all of a sudden, something would happen, and she would just stop talking. She would go silent. It's just like, how can I do this over and over? And it was like, oh, my God. So then we just had to start giving her language. Give just, her language. You know, just saying, honey, you're you're disappointed. Or, honey, did, you know, and you're trying to just be observant. Like, what just happened that could have possibly, um, you know, set her off, right? Like, that could have been a disappointment or something that she wasn't expecting, right? Or, well, it's really simple, like when she drops things, mm -hmm. you know, just to say, oh, that scared you. That was scary. Was that scary for you, honey? Um, or are you disappointed that you dropped it? Yeah. Or, because even when she drops something or spills something, it, it continues to happen. I think at one time she feels like, oh, I'm be it's because I'm so clumsy, careless. Yeah. I don't pay attention to these things. Yeah. And she, she could internalize it, she too. Could, yeah. She could internalize it, all that. And but it's, it's been so great, though, to watch her now when something like that happens. How she's evolving. Yeah, now she's like, now she drops something. And she's like, oh, it's okay. I can clean it up. Yeah, I, I can just get it. I can get another cup like, mm -hmm. of water. Like now she's, and it's so funny because a lot of times you're like, the way you speak to your child becomes their inner voice. Mm -hmm. So it's so wonderful to now listen to her say the things that we would say to her but to say them to herself to herself and it's that's okay. when you see oh my god it works it works <laughs> in the long term it right? works and eventually look, and look at the amazing tool that i just gave my child yes and you know and that's the thing that you have to also remember it's not immediate it's not immediate imagine the tool that you're giving your child and they're gonna if they continue to you they're gonna continue to use it to, for their entire lives yeah and with paulito i'm just so amazed um just to watch him because he's always he was more of a quiet kind of soul and mm -hmm. energy and he wouldn't um man i feel like he wouldn't even cry you know sometimes like um and now when i see him crying when i see him expressing emotion it is the greatest feeling. Like, I know maybe uh, for some people, they'd be like, oh, I don't want to see my kid cry. But oh, my God, I when I see him crying and when he can tell me why he's crying, that to me is everything. It's like, yes, you are feeling and you are expressing. You're using yeah. tools, right? Tell us tell us about the point when you were driving to school. Uh, oh, yeah. So there was this one moment where Palito got up and and oh, my gosh, I feel like he's intense. Right. If he's not in a good mood, like it throws the whole family off and he, you know, he'll bother Vicky. He'll mm -hmm. do things that he knows. Like, I feel like he knows, right, how to irritate, the, how to irritate her, the things mm -hmm. that she doesn't like. And so he'll, you know, he'll start to throw things at her or he'll start to do whatever. Right. And mm -hmm. it's the morning. And who's got time for that? Right. In the morning, I'm like in a rush. Typically, it's like, come on, let's go. And there was this one morning where he got up and he was not in a good mood. And eventually we got in the car and I remember I was like, okay, okay, empathy. Okay, let's connect. Um, how are we going to do this? And I just turned to him and I said, you know, honey, sometimes when I wake up in the morning and I'm not feeling well, we, you know, it's, it's like we, we call it grouchy. 
I go, when I wake up and I'm grouchy, I'm like, I just, everything is, is irritating me. Everything makes me mad. And, but you know, when we do that and we don't handle ourselves, we put it on other people. And then we start to bother them and we, you know, we start to do things to other people that are unkind, Mm -hmm. but it's because we woke up grouchy. Mm -hmm. I go, do you think that maybe you woke up grouchy this morning? And he was like, yeah. And I am not kidding. As soon as we, that we started that when I was um, reversing out of the car. And by the time we actually left our driveway, he was done. He was mm-hmm. like, he was like happy again. Mm-hmm. It was like he released it as soon as he was like, yeah, it was like magic. Yeah, it was like it was done. It was over. He was like, oh, there's a word for that. And it's grouchy. And that's what happened. And and he was done. He was like his normal chatty self, mm-hmm. you know, in the wow. car. It yes. was instantaneous for him. And and those are the things with him. Like now he'll be like the other day it was the first day of school and vicky was saying and i just love it whenever they like express an emotion i'm like yes um vicky the other day was saying that she was scared she's like it's the first day of school Mm -hmm. this is the first time like i hear them saying Mm -hmm. like you know like oh my god i'm scared and and then paulo turns and um turns to her and he's like yeah i'm scared i'm a little scared too Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. And now they're joined in that. Now they're both connected to like, wow, we are both feeling the same thing. Right. Yeah. And it's beautiful to watch, you know, to, to have them grow that muscle. To grow the muscle because it's important. It's, it's fundamentally important. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I believe like, oh, my God. But remember, it takes it takes practice and it takes time. Yeah. And also because we sometimes, like me, I had to put it into practice for myself. Yeah. Yeah. First, I needed to learn the vocabulary. And, and we're still learning it. And then put it into practice. So but for me, I'm really fortunate because I'm a teacher. So the classroom is my, this is the time to put this, like, uh, these perspectives into practice. Empathy into practice. Right. Because that's how I build connection with my students in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And it's working really amazing. It's, yeah. it's, it's amazing it because is. I don't have these like confrontations with the students anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's just the atmosphere in my classroom is just amazing. Yeah. I mean, um, I think that no other thing has the ability. And I think I also posted a quote not um, a few months back. Um, and I forget who said it. Maybe it was Marianne Williamson who said that nothing has the capacity to change the world the way empathy does. Yeah. And that is why it is very important. Yes. If there's one thing that we could strongly encourage you to consider is to pick up this um, pick up or just say like try to pick up the skill mm-hmm. of empathy, like immerse yourself in uh, expressing emotions. It's really it feels really awkward, guys. Super, oh, awkward, super in, awkward in the beginning. Why? Because of the times that we're living in, the culture that we have established also in, in our society. Yeah. And, and if you don't know, it just feels awkward when you're starting to speak this way to your kids. It just feels super awkward in the beginning. Especially if you're in if your background or if your parents like family cycle. Yeah. If they never it has spoke been, this way. It, it, it is seen as a sign of weakness. Yeah. If it is seen as a sign of weakness, you're going to feel completely awkward. And, and you're going to feel uncomfortable. And you're going to feel completely uncomfortable. And it's mm-hmm. just like... But it's normal. But we're here to tell you... 
that the feeling is is normal is normal and you will get through it and then you're going to start to see the fruit of it in your kids and you're just going to feel so good about mm -hmm. it so there's um i don't know is there anything more that we could say to to really sell you on how important empathy is um i don't want to forget anything that we said that maybe we were going to talk about no because there? imagine imagine let's say and that's why i'm doing this too because imagine if i were if i was able to see my students like share their emotions mm -hmm. <laughs> it would change everything yeah it would Absolutely. it would like 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 completely chaos and and moments of frustration and uh, anxiety would just disappear yeah yeah and you know I, I just read a, a note that I had, but just this idea of if we can't articulate our emotions, we can't move through them. And I just want everybody to just take a moment to think about that. If we can't articulate, even as adults, just think about yourself. Don't even think about your kids, right? Yeah, I'm the first thing you just have to think. Just think about yourself. Mm -hmm. How many times you just let things sit and, you know, and you're feeling, you know, you're just, you're angry and you're just, you're just holding it. You're holding it and you're holding it. And a lot of times it's because we don't express it. We don't know how to art to fully articulate what we're feeling. Mm -hmm. And if you can't articulate it, you cannot move through it. Yeah. And I actually, the way I practice it, because it's difficult for me, very difficult for me, yeah. is with you. Right. I'm trying to do this, like with you sharing w what I feel. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I feel like I need to share before it changes into something else. Yes. Because unspoken words change into something else. Yeah, that w that's why communication is important. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, if we cannot process our own emotions, how do we expect to teach that to our kids? Yes. Because right. now our, we're just passing yeah, on, our right? kids will pick up those vulnerabilities or shortcomings that we have. Yeah. And yeah. Now, now they're going to have to spend their life they, trying to figure that out. So what am I feeling? Oh, I don't know. I'm just angry. I'm just, I'm just angry. Out. And they don't know the reasons why or Sometimes anything. it's sadness. You're mm -hmm. actually really sad. You're actually really disappointed. You're actually feeling a lot of regret. Mm -hmm. Right. So Brene Brown also in that parenting class, she talks about the iceberg and how a lot of times we see behavior. Right. We see the angry kid. We see... Um, the tantrum we see the behavior of a child or ourselves let's be real or ourselves but we don't see you know like an iceberg you just see the tip but you don't see everything underneath it and if we are not able to go underneath to what it really is about whether it's shame whether it's disappointment whether it's jealousy whether it's regret sadness if we cannot get down to what it's really about we are not helping to to move through that behavior. We're, it's uh, in my line of work and in social work, we talk about our underlying needs. We're not getting at what the underlying issue is and it's just gonna repeat. Yeah. It's just gonna repeat because we're not getting to the heart of it. And, and I think in a way to visualize uh, this is like uh, that like uh, a movie, the animation movie. Oh yes, Inside in, Out. Inside Out. That is such a perfect example. That's a perfect example. Right. Let's talk about Riley. Right. Right. So Riley is feeling all of this sadness. She misses her home, all of these things. But how is it coming out to her parents? It's coming out in anger. Mm -hmm. She's like, you know, like when she um, her parents ask her how was school and she just mm -hmm. like goes, Bang, you know, yeah. 
And then the dad's like, oh, preparing to put the foot down, yeah. right? That yeah. whole like thing where he's like, uh, he's going to go to anger. He's going to go to anger. But she's feeling all these things and these thoughts, but they're coming out in this in these different behaviors different behaviors and now she's even gonna run away she's like you know what you know i've decided you know her emotions are telling yeah. her you know what you just need to go back to when you were happy mm-hmm. and she makes that you know she's running away and then all of a sudden um joy and you know sadness you know it's also this conflict between joy and sadness mm-hmm. and that's where I, I tell you guys it comes back to our own discomfort mm-hmm. with um some feelings you know joy really has to learn how valuable sadness is mm-hmm. And when she's able to come back home and she tells, you know, Riley tells her parents and she's able to, t- to actually articulate, tell them, articulate mm-hmm. right? when she's able to articulate, I just, I really miss our home. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And the, the most amazing part, how the parents connect with her yeah. through their own experiences. Yes. So then they, the dad says. I miss our home too. I miss our home too. That right there was empathy. That's right. There is empathy. And that was connection. And then the mom follow. Yeah. And that and is they, connection. And then they hugged. Yeah. And then that was that beautiful moment. Yeah. Right. And now, now they felt even more connected. Mm-hmm. And now because they shared that, now she could move on. Yeah. That nucleus. Yes. It, just, it was completely falling apart. Yes. But then that nucleus is so it like. Was solid. That welded together. Yeah. And now he's stronger than ever. And now she could go back to doing the things that she loved. That she loved, like playing hockey. Yes. She went back to hockey mm-hmm. because she had that solid connection with her parents that mm-hmm. were in this together. Yeah. Which reminds me, and we'll leave you guys with this because that was like the best example ever. Like go back and watch Inside Out, you guys. It's going to be, now you're going to like see it at another level, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But um, I was reading, or we're reading, uh, we like to refer to this book a lot, No Drama Discipline by Daniel Siegel and Tina Payne Bryson, um, where they talk about the messages we send to our kids, mm-hmm. right? Um, when they have these flood of emotions, aka tantrums, we're going to flood of emotions, mm-hmm. dysregulation, dysregulation, that typically in the typical way that we handle um, those moments and we're taught to handle those moments is to ignore them, is to, you know, just kind of like shun them. And that sends a message that to our kids that you're on your own. If you get angry and upset, I love you and I'll be here for you once you're done throwing a fit. But as long as you keep acting this way, I'm going to ignore you. So hurry up and finish being upset. Like that's what traditional parenting often says to a kid. That's the message you're sending with the way that you handle it. That is cold. Okay, that is. That is. <laughs> but when you can tap into empathy and when you can really be there and, and focus on connecting with your kid and helping them move through this the message you're sending is i'm here for you even when you're falling apart and at your absolute worst i can take it i've got your back no matter what and i think that that is it guys that's the message we want to send to our kids that's the message that i am here for you i am guiding you i'm going to help you i'm going to support you through this you know these really overwhelming emotions that you've got mm-hmm. because they're not scary to me because they're those emotions not. remember is just natural we're human beings those yeah. emotions are part of us yes and i'm gonna help you get through it yes now, on that note we are gonna help you guys we're also gonna post a bunch of things that will uh, kind the, of begin to help you develop this empathy um, muscle so one of the things that we're gonna link in our show notes is uh, a brene brown video 
it's a real it's a two minute clip where she talks about empathy versus sympathy and it's it's a really great short clip that'll give you um just a little quick intro into empathy right we're also going to link this book no drama discipline um that we think is really great oh we're also going to link this pdf that Brene brown did where she lists the 30 emotions Right. Mm -hmm. And that'll give you this great intro into well, what are these 30 emotions and how can I begin to um, use the vocabulary and learn it on my own? The other thing that um, we also are going to link to is Little Libros is releasing um, this book. It's called La Catrina and it's actually it's a board book. So it's for our younger mm -hmm. kids. It's never too early to start building their emotional vocabulary, guys. Mm -hmm. And this book will give you um, that basis of emotions that you can start to practice with your little ones. So yeah. Little Libros, La Catrina, and it's bilingual, so it's perfect English and Spanish. We'll also link to that book. Yeah, and I would like to actually uh, do a, a small recap of yes. what we talked about today. Okay. So remember, empathy is a muscle that needs to be developed. Yes. We are not born speaking empathy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Please we're not born. That. Yeah, it's and remember learned. that empathy creates connection. Yeah. If it isn't empathy, it will create disconnection. Yeah, and we know we. That's if, if we, we could actually drive ourselves further apart from our children, mm -hmm. and we don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that's not what this show is all about. It's yeah. about like creating connections. It's about family. It's about parenting. And it's about moving the community forward. Yeah, guys, if you and your kids are connected, man, you guys will make it through anything. Yeah. If they know you got your back, they will always go to you and feel connected to you like like you're you're there. You're there for them 100%. Yeah. You guys will get through anything. Anything, anything, anything if that connection is strong. Yeah. With that note, guys, good luck. We'll see you. We hope this was helpful to you. I feel so great. Um and this is it. This is this is the one that we're going to send out to you guys. Thank you so much. You can follow us Mm -hmm. um, on Instagram I'm at, at at somos dot padres. Um, I per, my personal one is at um, I am dot yesenia, and Paulo's at at Paulo Menchaca on yeah. Instagram. You can follow us on our website at, on our website. at somos hyphen padres dot com. Yeah, and also in Facebook mm -hmm. at somos padres hoy. And yeah. And if you feel like this was a really great episode and other parents could benefit from it, please share it. If you loved it, please keep on leaving us a review. If you feel mm -hmm. compelled, we'd love that. And if you want to give us any feedback, um, oh, yeah, please, please leave us comments leave us on our Instagram or direct messages. Oh, direct messages, send us an email. email us. Yeah, all of that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you, guys. Hasta la próxima.